I'm forever blowing bubbles. Welcome to Five Pints In, the show where we're literally five pints in. Cheers, guys. Cheers. What a good weekend of football. And drinking. And drinking. <laughs> and we're actually starting uh, a little earlier today, so it's quite nice. This can smell terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the can does? Smell that. <laughs> You've been sitting on it. I don't smell anything. Are you joking? It's not like your fingers come. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. dumb and dumb. <laughs> dumb and dumb, I think. <laughs> oh. Does it? Yeah. Just drink it. Put it in your, in your glass then. Watch, you'll be able to smell it better now. Well, <laughs> anyway, any, any other podcast that would have been a false start, but I think it's appropriate for this one. Oh, his hand smells like arse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got it on his can now. <laughs> Is it? Your can no. All over me. Yeah. All right, stop, stop. All right. Uh, <laughs> what is it, skunky? Grab that beer and smell it yourself, dude. No, dude. No. It smells fine. Right, you lost You lost yourself. I have it. All right. You can't smell out of that rubber nose anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so can we talk can we get into the football? Yeah. This son of mine complaining about the smell of beer. <laughs> um, I do want to start by saying we had a, a good two phone calls after the games. We we're doing our instant match reaction for the Patreon. I don't remember much about the second one. Yeah. <laughs> uh Ian was in uh the pub for the West Ham Liverpool game, so that was an interesting call. Kinda two different we saw the sober side on the Saturday and then the what eight, nine, ten points in on the on the Sunday phone call? Could have been. The fact was, it was being with all the Liverpool fans. There was only me and my mate Mike, who's another West Ham fan. We were the only two hammers in there. Yeah. And I started off sitting outside with them, and then I was listening to them speak, and they were talking so much shite. And you know, obviously the first goal wasn't a goal, and then Creswell should be sent off, and all about. They didn't mention nothing about fucking Mo Salah diving for their goal, and neither did Klopp when he was. Pissing his pants and moaning like he does, you know? Yeah. So, but I went inside for the second half. But when the second goal went in, I made sure to pop my head outside. Shout <laughs> VAR. <laughs> Taking the piss. And then the beauty when the third one went in is they couldn't see in, but we could see out. <laughs> we were doing all sorts of shit to them. And everyone in the pub was laughing at us because they couldn't see. Just their faces changed, you know? Yeah. Them all standing with their hands on their hips and that. Yeah, outside. it was so funny. Should have took pictures, really. Yeah. Well, uh, next time you're in there, maybe we'll do. We've been talking about maybe doing just like a video. But basically, if you're a part of the the Patreon, um, if you're on there, you you should have seen and you can go on back on now. You should have got an alert that we did a, a match reaction. It came out like half an hour, I think, after each game. One after Saturday, one after Sunday. Um, just five ten minutes on our instant thoughts. Um, you do hear a little bit of Billy Jean in the background of your. <laughs> Of your phone, so hopefully it doesn't get taken down for copyright. <laughs> but um, you did audio, not video, because you'd see me dancing as well. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, and if you and if you do want to join, we'll be doing it. I mean, obviously we've got international break, but once the games are back, we're gonna plan on doing that after every City game, after every West Ham game. Maybe we'll do uh, a Chelsea game for Connor here or there. Uh, but you can go to Patreon.com/slash/FivePintsIn um, and join the discussion too. We actually had a, a, a comment on there. 
Um, unless you had something you wanted to touch on, did you? Did you no, no, no. Oh. I was going to say uh, when 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 Chelsea played Burnley, I was waiting for the call. After that, I didn't know we wasn't doing the call for Chelsea. Oh. I had a load of stuff ready for you, Tom. But <laughs> oh no, yeah, I think it's it's honestly it's, best that like when they perform like that, that I'm not um recorded <laughs> on what, I, on what I say. Yeah. No, we just edit. It's all right. Yeah, but we I did... Don't know. I don't think you could edit this. <laughs> it's a nice day you've got on, no con, I see. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm officially a City fan because of uh, last week's performance. That uh, So that's your your actual City shirt, match one. It's still got the grass stains on the left sleeve. <laughs> I didn't smoke anything back then. <laughs> um... Yeah, nice, nice shirt with the EDOS and uh, is that's it the Premier one? League one or the Championship one. The, the Premier, Premier League. League. Yeah, with the budget. Yeah, with the. See, how big it is even on you at six foot five. But you know how big it was on me it's back not, then. This, this fits. This fits amazing. Yeah, but baggy though, baggy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, still a lovely shirt. I do love that shirt. It's nice, isn't it? It's the same. Uh, to me, this home season is the same sort of blue, isn't it? A little darker than what they've done the last few seasons. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not happy with the old blue. I still think they got to have white shorts, mate. Yeah, but they played. Even West Ham having the white socks for me, you know. Yeah, City played with the blue, the new blue with white shorts against. Um, I can't remember, but it looked nicer. It was a yeah. couple of games ago. I always preferred the white shorts. Yeah. Well, just because I always had tanned legs. I mean, you yeah. had um... and the shortest shorts on the pitch. I do like. Okay. I do like when they wore because you wore black shorts as well sometimes, didn't with you? The red... With the red and black, you never wore black, black, um, with the blue shirt. No, no I maybe wore it once. Maybe I feel I'm like that. Sure. Maybe once. I don't. I know. I'm thinking of York away for some reason. I mean, I'm. I wasn't definitely. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that. But... I'm not sure. Anyway, I mean, I, yeah. Weekend. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, nice shirt. We've got the new edition of the West Ham ball as well. Um, we'll we'll get to actually this comment, the Patreon comment. Actually, like I was saying, you can join in the conversation on there. Uh, one of our patrons, uh, Paul, and he wrote, uh, "Pound for pound, Moyes must be the, must be the best manager in the Premier League with what he's doing at the Hammers." What do you guys think? No, definitely, definitely. With with resources, you know, I, I think. Tactically, he, he knows his limitations. If you if you want to compare United and West Ham, tactically they they both have the same ploy now, or or deployed that for the weekend about counter attacking. Yeah, they obviously knew and it's similar possession as well. I think not one for stats, but I think Liverpool, uh, Liverpool had sixty seven percent, City had sixty nine percent, something like that, and yet West Ham come out with a win. And United barely get a shot away. Yeah. So one thing saying we're going to be a counter-attacking team, I think the thing with United is, I think they've got a, a an identity problem. Because they think they're United, they think they can go out and play against anyone. But you've got to realise, you're playing against City or Liverpool, which they have done in the last few weeks, have been demoralised. Your, your tactics have got to be right. Moyes mm-hmm. got his tactics right. Again, he never said, we're going to match Liverpool on the ball. Right. We're going to play football. We're going to do what we do well. We're going to counter-attack. And that's what he did. And, and Fornals' Four goal was a epitome of it. Yeah. Of properly. United didn't do it once. Yeah. You know? So, so Moyes, for, for what he's got, 
I, I think he's got to be up there, top two. I can't think of anyone right now. Yeah. I mean, what well, was that? Resources and is doing, well, look, not, not even Arteta who's crept up to fifth. Yeah. I mean, if you look at two, it like, I mean, you know what would be a good way to measure that is value of squad compared to how good they're doing, right? Because you've got United who are, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's fair. But uh, some squads are inflated. Some of the valuations are inflated, aren't they? Yeah. But it would get you, it would get you closer than like, uh, I mean, so like, how would you measure that really though? Like, Like, you know, if, if you could get United going. But it'd like, be easy to say if it's sorry, other people on. have tried, you know. But yeah, I, yeah, well, well, if someone could get United going, and they have the best, they then have the be, best team on paper. But then they'd be the better manager. That, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know Moyes tried at United, and that was right after. Uh, and and they, I would argue, maybe he. Uh, I think they've got better players now, because then it was like fizzling out, wasn't it? Like after players now. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's the first time in how long that because of the the three signings. God knows. No, I, I don't agree with that. Because of Varane, Sancho and, and Ronaldo, people were talking about them being contenders for the title. Right. I, I never never thought that for one second. And yet people are saying it now, 12, 13 games in, whatever. As if like, well, they invented it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never fancied them in the first place. Well, it's easy It's easy to say, bam, bam, let's say Pep or little Tommy Tuchel. It's easy to say because they're successful and they're up there, but it's the resources that they've got also, you know? Yeah. Look at Moyes and what he's done. He's built that squad. You know? I think Tuchel's still building. Yeah. I think Pep will always be building. You know? But I think Moyes has been set with what he's got. And he's probably used more of the same 11 most of the season than the others have anyway. See, that's, you know? that, that leans towards my point of I don't think you can strictly compare it to like try to just say pound for pound because I think the players, I, I like. If you're talking about West Ham's success in the last like 18 months, I think it's been 80 percent the players. Like, no, no I'm being mean on Moyes. Maybe like 70 percent the players. I'm not trying to do that at fucking song here. 10 percent luck, and like maybe fucking 20 percent Moyes. No, like I'm not even joking. No, it was no, no. That oh, runner Suchek. It was yeah, that runner Suchek. When they have no guidance, yeah. they don't get success. It doesn't matter what the players are. When they don't have the guidance, going, you, you I know mean, what, what are you talking about, guidance? You just said he's, he's sticking to the same eleven. I agree with you to a certain extent because he's, there's a different mentality in the players. But yeah, Some I know players that. go out to, and look like they want to win. Exactly, and I think Moyes is I think Moyes is being the leader that. I don't that, think I don't necessarily think on the pitch. Sure, I think that like <clears throat> when um when they scored against Liverpool. And he pulled them back. I thought that was terrible. That was like the worst thing he possibly could have done because, I mean, like you always say, like, why, like, if you're already, like, going and attacking, why pull back when you get an early goal? You know, now you just, it was what, it, it's exactly what England had done. I said that. I was like, you just yeah. didn't want Southgate to. Uh, but then, yeah, I thought, but tactically, was- I thought he, he played it perfectly, like, after, like, in the second half, it was, like, perfect. It was almost so like I was temp- in, yeah. week there. He, tw- he tweaked it, and and that's he saw it, and he tweaked it, and that's exactly what good managers it, it do. It wasn't so the it was blanket like, Gareth, Gareth Southgate, exactly. like let's just sit back and hope. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, we know where our, our the danger points are, you know. Well, don't forget, that's West Ham's mo right now, anyway. 
that's the way they play. That's their style, counter-attack yeah. and football. Right. I don't think the first goal changed it as much as like when we see in England, mate, in the final. You can always say we scored. So I, I said the same thing. Well, I was also talking about the semi-final with Croatia too. as well. You yeah, know, where I we know. scored the free kick. Yeah, but but I think West Ham was kept to that tactic. They they didn't change because they got an early goal. That was their tactic anyway. You know, you start the game anyway feeling each other out, don't you? Uh, and for me, best thing you to do well, is to go for it. I mean, they go forward and got a corner, early doors. Yeah. Which is where the goal came from. Yeah. I think it's harsh to say that West Ham's success is only 20% Moyes. I, I think there's a lot that goes in from him and, and his coaching staff into the team before. I mean, yeah, I maybe, yeah, definitely, I'm. I definitely think it's mostly, we've, we've mostly seen, no, the players no, by a large margin. But we've seen over the past three seasons it. it not go right and him adapt and the system adapt. He's no, come I upon the system. I think he's made mistakes and the players have bailed him out. And some games he's actually done certain things like this where he's he's proved to be the the one to kind of nudge it and put it in the right direction when most of the time I think it's the players uh, yeah. where, it, where um, it should most of the time be the manager I, compl- uh, yeah, I completely disagree with you and and I think that's the only reason they are where they're at because I, the, they do have a solid 11 that they're sticking with that are just going out and doing unachievable things you know realistically they like if you said this back then when they almost got relegated they, yeah, every West Ham fan would be yeah. laughing at you yeah, you know, and if you said Moyes would be doing it, every West Ham fan would be laughing at you. Moyes wouldn't be able to put them in third place, you know? Yeah, but he's adapted, it's I a, think. Tactics. Yeah, I think ta- it's, I think he's getting there, but I think the players are, are way a, ahead it, of them, you it's know? It's the players' attitude and endeavour, Con. Exactly. I, I, I think, I'm not saying getting another manager. I think that would, I think that would break tactics. everything. His tactics. Then players have to adhere to his tactics. Of course, right? yeah. Of course. Sorry, this is what's what's the fault with Man United is now. They don't they don't buy into it what he's doing. They all think they're That's superstars not, though. Moises Moises got them players to buy in. I think I think what comes into it as well when you do have a, a stable starting eleven, you instill a belief into them eleven. You know what I mean? It's not rotating here and there. I mean, okay, he's done it still with success in the League Cup and and in Europe. Mm-hmm. He's rotated for them to, but ultimately. When people look at teams, they say, my Premier League team is my best 11. Not my Europa League team or my yeah. League Cup team. Of, yeah. My Premier, and that's every club. Of course. And I think there's something to them and a belief. And I, I, I did a little bit, somebody tweeted me, direct messaged me, a reporter, freelance, and asked me, could I just help him out? He's doing a piece and he wanted a, a quote from an ex-player. And, and he said, just give me a couple of lines on, on West Ham and what you feel right now. And I said, Moises instilled a confidence and a resilience into the into the players, and uh, now they go out fearing no one. And I meant that they would go and beat Liverpool. And I believe that he's in the right. Moises in the right for money in the January tran- transfer window to strengthen. That's the biggest biggest thing for me, right? You know, and I think he he, he needs a forward and he needs another football and midfield player. I, yeah, I I completely agree with that, but I think that. It started. I feel, I feel like you're making me sound sour now, but I feel like we were having this discussion openly. Like I feel like just so much time has passed now that it's kind of been blurred. But like they were getting, they were riding that look for so long, and I feel I feel like Moyes is somewhat 
uh, uh, somewhat a tweak adapted to it. And I well, and oh I completely God, agree with everything you said. He's turned it round since that relegation. I, no, he I, he hasn't turned it round. That's my point. Well, you right. know what I mean? They have collectively. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put it on the players. I wouldn't put it on the manager because it's got to be a collective. And, and also supporters, mate. They've played their part. Oh yeah, yeah. How, don't forget how disgruntled they were. And we always said, look, you will you will mould yourselves into that London stadium if you have a successful team on the field. Of course. Yeah. They weren't doing that, and and the, you know there was unrest for quite a long time, and now it's it's there's a unity within the club, you know. But what 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 kind of unravels your argument, Connor, is that all these roads, the fans, the players, they all lead back to what Moyes has done. So it it you know you might say like he sure yeah but he's he's sparked it, and I think he has way more to do with it than you're giving giving him credit for. The fans would still be disgruntled if Moyes wasn't getting points. And, and of look, course, look, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. I mean, you could say the same thing. Like, but I'm saying, look, when when things aren't going right, okay, when things aren't going right, John, who gets the blame? The yeah, manager, I, all right. Yeah, I know yeah, that. He does, and he gets fired. And that's just been shown this week with other clubs. Now, yeah. at least, at least when things are going right, at least now you have to give them some. Some credence and, and a little bit of credit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, okay, is yeah. it always the most attractive football? No, it isn't. But it's his way. Oh, and yeah. And, something else. and he's building something, you let, know what I mean? Let me yeah. ask. Let me ask this then, right? If Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was the manager of West Ham right now, would West Ham be in the same position? No chance. So, uh, well, so this, this is my point. Just because, just because, um, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying anyone else. Would have been able to do what Moyes does. Moyes could just Moyes is a presence. Moyes is. I mean, I'm not saying Moyes hasn't helped at all, and I'm I'm sorry that I'm not giving him. It sounds like I'm bashing him because I I really do like Moyes, and I hate what happened to him. And I I think he's a great manager. I think he should be in the Premier League. And but I think he hit a slope. He he kind of got pulled apart. Kind of got found out a little bit after that Man United thing, and. He's just, he's hit this, I mean, he's meshed, he's meshed with West Ham. And it seems, I, right. I don't know who was saying it. They were like, he seems more, not emotional, but like, he seemed like he had to redeem himself. So he seemed like he has more passion for West Ham than he has for any other club. But yeah, it's but like. So don't you think that, that courage it takes after taking them knocks? Oh, yeah. And, and that's what I. back. Yeah, it's probably what, what the, his, his team on the field is showing. Exactly. Yeah, and it's sure got, they got to be some relation to that. Yeah, sure. They they may look at him and the manager now. There's a belief in their manager. Of course. Which is the opposite of the other club we were talking about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's my point. And he's done great things with every other club that he's been at. And he is someone that in the football world you can look up to. But my point was just like I don't think he made the right decisions within the last couple of seasons and it's just been the players that were riding it that were doing most of the work but look look we've always said that the responsibility rests with the players because at the end of the day you can't go on that field kicking balls with them they've yeah. got to do the job but he's he's the orchestrator you know what I mean it, it falls that, to yeah. him and they do it for him they do it for themselves they do it for the fans they also do it for him you know, and yeah. they're going out there performing because they've got guidance from him and his coaching staff. 
Yeah. You know, they've got guidance. Yeah. And, and, and it's Antonio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another another thing too. And, and Suchek. Another. And um, Four Niles hit that like yeah. great like and Bowen, run of form. And, and, Bo- and Bowen's and still in great another form. Another thing you know? too, and and Sufal. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Not, you can you name know? a whole eleven plus. Uh, uh, another when when Sufal was playing, obviously you you hasn't been playing lately, but um, who knows how much say Moises had in those signings as well? Getting Zuma in, getting uh, Dawson in. You know what I mean? Like there, there's been like. If he's had a say in that as well, and I mean also exactly, attracting yeah. those players, they just they've uh-huh. uh, they've got a goalie who played for PSG. I mean, you know, Ariola's not like I I know Fabianski played, but Ariola has been playing what in the cup games and then Europe, like so he's attracted players. So he's obviously doing something right, and it's yeah, not I, just. I, I mean, the thing that the big biggest thing for me, I mean, to the both of you, the, the biggest thing to me is last season we could have looked at it and said. Oh, it's a bit of a fluke, is it? You know what I mean? It was always in the back of your mind that can these yeah. follow on? Yeah. And and I think at the beginning of the season we said yeah, and they're proving it now. You know, so it's not when you look around. Why shouldn't it be West Ham? Why shouldn't he? When you see the 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 way the season started and the way some teams are playing, look at the end of the day, they they just stopped Liverpool. They had the only unbeaten run in the, in the whole four divisions. Mm. They just stopped that. The only two games they've lost, they've won more games than Liverpool. They've won seven, Liverpool's won six. The only two games that they've lost, both home games, in the last minutes or whatever, to Brentford. Yeah. And, and then, and then the United game where Noves has missed the pen to make it 3-3. Yeah. So, even the two games they've lost, they'll be gutted. Okay, did Brentford deserve it? They did a smashing grab job, which is what West Ham sort of did on Liverpool. You know, so you you can't say we should have won it, but it would have been a game they'd have expected to win. And I would even say the United game. I would say at home going into that, they would still have expected to win it. Yeah, yeah. And it's all ifs and buts, but we could be sitting on perfect. Right. You wouldn't expect them two games for the, to be the ones. No. But then there's also, do you have what it takes? Like you said, the perfect result. Do you have what it takes to hold that? Like we're seeing with Chelsea. I know it was only one game, but you play the person who's the team who's 18th in the league. You know, um, Liverpool's lost. You know, uh, City lost last. last yeah, game. lost last week, and they go and draw. You know, like can you maintain that? Can you break yeah. away? Look, I think they can. I think they can. They they proved it. I know. I know it was different teams, but look, what more do you need for your confidence right now? When they've beaten City, I know it was the League Cup and squads were rotated, but they've beaten City, knocked them out of the cup that they owned. Yeah, that's they beat yeah. Liverpool w- within a, a week or so. You know they've gone and got a got a decent result in Europe yeah. in between. I think there's just there's just something running through there, and I speak to West Ham fans, and I, okay, some of them may still be a little bit pensive, or you know they're, they're saying to me, "Is this really happening?" Well, it is. You know what I mean? I don't see why I can't carry on. Yeah, I, I really don't. And and some days, you know, you know, you go go to Villa in the past. They'd have gone there and and squeaked the draw or something. Yeah, things are different. Things are different. And and by no means am I getting carried away. But I know what West Ham fans are like. They still won't believe it. Yeah, they won't until something 
silverware comes through the door. You know, they still won't believe. But right now, they deserve to be where they are. Yeah. I mean, and to be this close to the leaders right now is amazing for them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, enjoying the ride to wherever it leads as well. But talking about that, so there was comparisons I heard over the weekend after the Liverpool win of Shades of Leicester uh, a couple of years ago when they Why won not? the league. Yeah. Why not? They won the league, I think, on an average of 30-something percent possession. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Counter-attacking. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. When you have oh, someone yeah. like Vardy... And we have someone like Antonio. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities. I don't... They're, they're, they're two completely different counter-attacking Well, it's, it's back in football, no matter who the personnel is. Sure. You know? If there's someone who can score... Pace, it's well, that I pace up there to you, trouble you, teams, come. Yeah. I, I think that, that well, if, you, if you're going to nitpick... By himself, look, yeah, but Antonio you, needs someone well, else. Well, if you're going to nitpick, the way West Ham counter-attack is through, like, Ben Rama to Antonio, or Ben Rama or, to someone, or Fornals to someone... Oh. Bowen, yeah, that's the way. So, where Leicester, it was literally like, You're get right. the ball. I, I am I am nitpicking. Get the ball. It and, was, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Bomb so, <laughs> if you nitpick, the same job is done, whether it's uh -huh. Antonio Benrahma, Bowen, Fornals, that body was doing himself. You know? I think Leicester sure, had yeah. more threats than Leicester did. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it, it's, yeah. like the, it's more dimensional of a, of a counterattack, I think. But again, you know, I mean, like you said, West Ham fans won't be getting carried away with this, so I think a lot of them will brush off. I mean, you know, you always want that. Okay, it's nice to hear there's shades of Leicester in that season. But, you know, coming into the next three games of West Ham, I want to talk about, they've got three, after the international break, they've got three away games. They've got Wolves, they've got Rapid Vienna in the um, Europa League, and then they've got Man City all away. So, you know, in the Premier League, as a Premier League club, you're always going to come up against these hurdles, you know, no matter how good of a run you're, yeah. you're going on. And if they, I mean, we spoke about this last season. They had the hardest run, I think, in the beginning, of the, and and there was doubts here and there, and they they got through it very strongly. Yeah, and that's given the platform to do what they did last season. Yeah, and then that whole season is now the platform for this season. You know, yeah. so so it's growing. That's the way you got to look at it. It is growing and it's it's expanding. And while they're up there, people will want to come and sign for them. Yeah, you know, so this January window is going to be massive. If they want to kick on, you know. Yeah. But then, and you think if things are going so well. Let's hope that if they're still going well, they really need to disrupt it and sign anyone else. Yeah. You obviously do, you know, because you need that pressure from the bench also. Yeah. You know, and and the good thing is the people who are on the bench are coming in for other competitions, and and carrying on this winning mentality, mm -hmm. which is it's just amazing to see, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, great stuff there. And um, again, going back to what sparked this conversation, thanks to to Paul from the Patreon um, asking. Us. I think we did pound for pound. Moyes must be the best. I, I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think we we know where the three of us, where the three each of us stand on that. You know, um, it's gonna be up there. Not a bad shout. He, yeah, he does. He definitely has to be up there. Yeah, I mean, he he is up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going to the game itself, you know, what are you, what are your thoughts? Uh, Allison for me was questionable with every goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two of the same. Two similar. Really said that. Yeah. But the, you know, the first and the one, third. 
I think the first one he's gone into the back of Old Banner. Yeah. Right? And he should have had it. He was weak. Yeah. He was weak. And I, had, I did have some arguments with some Liverpool fans. He was weak. Yeah, it was a fan. You had Klopp moaning about it again. <laughs> yeah. He, he again. You know what? He's like an entitled little child at times. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? We're unbeaten. We're, we're going to go forever unbeaten. Well, you're not. And you didn't. Yeah. Because so, you didn't say nothing about Salah's dive for the free kick, where your equaliser came from. Yeah. You know? I haven't seen that again. I haven't been able to find his... On instinct, I thought he died. He, he died. Well, I said that to him. He missed the, I missed the, the foul. foul. He was yeah. on his way over here. I saw the free kick. Yeah. yeah. That, that gets me sometimes. Yeah. You know, it was like, I think it was, um, it was a lot of Trossard for Brighton. Yeah. But he's done that extra dive. And what does mean is when they score from it, the yeah. celebration afterwards. Yeah. No one cheated, you yeah. know. That does my friggin' head in. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's one of the things about modern football today that really gets me. That and, and the petulance and, um, naivety of some of the players. Yeah. Which, you know, Mason Holgate getting sent off in the 90th minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's something ridiculous that it didn't need to do. It's just, I mean, I think there was three or four red cards over the weekend in the 90th minute. Yeah. We're big and brains, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, okay, the Brighton goalie, maybe he's got the team a draw mm-hmm. against Newcastle, you know? But as far as the others go, the Wofford lad and in the 90th minute, Holgate, the 90th minute. Yeah. It's so petulant and pathetic. And it must drive managers mad. Yeah. Now, Benitez is under a little bit of pressure now. And he's got one of his players in the 90th minute, one that he needs, a centre-back, going and doing something like that. With a, he's got the ball and he's gone and followed through. Yeah. And then there was talk about Creswell's one. People were saying, what's the difference? I think we had a chat in the last, about two similar sending off. Well, one was a red card, one was a the, yellow card. Laporte and... Um... Uh, I think for Creswell though, yeah, I don't think he caught him with his with his foot. He played the ball with. Yeah, I think he's ended up swinging his right leg round and catching him from behind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Holgate's gone through and left his studs up, and it was a good job. Hoybier bottled it. Yeah. He turned it. it was a good job he did. Yeah. His leg was facing the other way in a natural Would bend. That, yeah. But it's petulance. I just, I just. You know, we, we hop back to, you know, even in our generation, people thought footballers were thick. You know mm. what I mean? And I'm thinking, well, what's going on today? Yeah. You've got everything you possibly want and you're still pulling out this dumb shit. It uh, baffles me. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he's more about that. And then, and the second one, well, uh, Fornald's goal has gone through him, really. Yeah. Hasn't it? Uh, yeah. Doing round, it's a great breakaway. You hit the target, which you're supposed to do, right? And then that one, I don't know what he was doing. I mean, similar though, it's come in, and, and the West Ham players have sort of like distracted him. You know, I know Antonio was standing right in front of him. But well, he went to, to Antonio. Yeah, he was bothering with Antonio. It wasn't Antonio with him? Yeah. he was going into Antonio, pushing him in the back. Well, yeah, that's the that's the whole point of. I don't know why they stopped taking defenders away from the keeper because it's because the keepers are so protected. You know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and then this exactly, this exactly yeah. what happens. You know, they they actually realize, oh, you are actually wrong. Right. The keepers know they're wrong. So this is what happens. West Ham just load up the front post for so long, and then 
Just throw one to the back post. <clears throat> Allison yeah. goes to the front post. Simple yeah. as that. And it was, a, it was a great goal. Yeah. That he's supposed to be. You know? Just, just going back to that and the petulance and the goalies now, just to link it. The Brighton one and, and dumb footballers. This is what I'm thinking. The Brighton keeper gets sent off in the 90th minute. I think there's five or six injury time minutes or extra time minutes, yeah. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> they have a free kick from the foul the keeper's made. John Joe Shelby. There's an outfield player got, in go- got a going goal. John Joe Shelby puts the free kick to the corner of the penalty box. Yeah. Where's your fucking brains? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a center off gone in goal. Stick everything under the bar. They've right. out the corner as well. Yeah. And put it near post with a flick on. Yeah. Stick it under the crossbar. Cause they, like Thomas first one. Yeah. Where's your brains? I just, they didn't test him once in five minutes. Yeah. He didn't touch the ball. It was it was dumbfounding to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see, like when uh, remember when Kyle Walker went in goal and like he made like a couple easy saves. I was in the Champions League, but you could tell he wasn't it wasn't natural. If it was like to the right or left of him, it w- it never would they never would have been really never would have been saved. So it just goes to show, like, why not test them? You know, I mean, yeah, it, well, it, even real goalies like Allison, though, put it put it near his box. Yeah, <laughs> put Best it in, his hands. in the world, really. Yeah, no, I did want to say. Um, I think Pope should be our number one for England as well. Yeah, he is good. One hundred percent. Played well as well. You have said I like. I know he's old, Ben Foster. Yeah, he's had a he's Pretty had a little good awesome. run. Yeah. Yeah, he was quality, mate. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Pickford just. I can see. It's I can a... see George waiting to get his Man City stuff out. <laughs> Well, look, I mean, we've, you know, I, I'm, I love talking about West Ham, especially when it means Liverpool dropping points, and I'm sure a lot of the City listeners too. Are you happy for that. West Ham or are you happy for Man City? No, I'm happy for both. I mean, I'm always happy for West Ham, as, you know. I'm happy for Chelsea. I just, I had the same old questions and that, you know, and, you know, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating City and I'm celebrating West Ham, and I always get it. Oh, you know, but, and aren't you an Arsenal fan? Listen, if Arsenal were playing any of my teams that I played for, I want Arsenal to lose. Yeah. I do, because I have a different love for the team I played for. Yeah. And I ask that question all the time. I think it's... Arsenal Arsenal haven't had a spine also for like the last 20 years. When when we talk about managers and influencing their players and influencing what's going on, you've seen a, a fucking character transplant. Yeah. From Mikel Arteta, right? Yeah. Uh, doesn't it show? Yeah, I've seen. Uh, yeah, I'm at now. I've just seen. I've seen a lot of pictures online of him with like no hair, looking like Pep, <laughs> just like he's trying. Like uh, just you saying character transplant, thinking about hair. It just I don't know. Oh, but nobody Somebody. has though, hasn't he? He's yeah. animated. Yeah. He's involved in the game. Yeah. I you think see when you look at Solskjaer. Yeah. His team reflects him. We've said it. Yeah. You you reflect your manager's personality, like, like Chelsea do with Tuchel, Klopp, and Liverpool. Yeah. Happens. You know, Moyes. That, that team shows his personality. You know, they're being yeah. hard to, right? Stan. Yeah. No, he's not going. And now, I mean, he admitted himself. He would have loved to have run down the touchline when the third one went in, but his knees are shot to bits. So. Yeah. Yeah. And he I said, think, and it was Liverpool, and with twenty minutes left, you don't you don't celebrate, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah. 
I think um just going back to people asking you about Arsenal, I think it's hard for uh, like a lot of people to like put themselves in your shoes where it's like or like a lot of footballers shoes, you know, where it's like I mean you hear it over here Lee Dixon does the commentary. He's a City fan, but he played yeah. for Arsenal. So obviously there's loyalties. For you the player, that's the thing. Yeah. And stick to your guns. Yeah. To me gunners, as I would say. But it's not like no, when six years old. Although I always I always said I wasn't going to be anything else. You're never guaranteed to be a footballer. Yeah. So so when you do play for certain teams, you you have a different love. Because I've said it before, I really don't have the affinity with Arsenal fans that I do with the teams that I played for fans. Right. And that's the difference. Right. You know, Arsenal's the team I, I support and I stuck to and you know, it was everything about it. It was Charlie George, it was the kit, the red with the white sleeves, you know, it, it was Liam Brady after. You know, you know, you can go right through it. Yeah. Fair count, Terry Henry, players I got to play against and it was a special day for me. Yeah. I guarantee you when I'm wearing my colours against Arsenal. Yeah. I'm all out to beat them. Yeah. I'm not a fan that day. Because it's you personally against them. It's like, yeah. It's well, my team. Yeah. You know, it's the people that I, I go in the trenches with. Yeah. You know, it comes second. Arsenal comes second to the to the teams that I played for. I include Bournemouth and Carlisle, mate. Yeah. I'll tell you, even Everton to an extent. Yeah. All was brief. I don't, I don't know. Is that different if Arsenal actually, I mean, that was a bit mean of a comment, but like actually have showed anything within the last couple of years. If like West Ham, how it's been like building up, building up, building up, and now like the they're kind of getting the rewards. Arsenal, I mean, they well, beat Arsenal. Have been doing better than Arsenal did. Better I know than they West beat Ham us in the, the. I'm happy to see Arsenal back in amongst them, like. <clears throat> yeah, I know, but it's like. It, make, it makes me smile. Also, it, it's like a it's like a whimper, though. You know, it's like do you just want them? Do you just want them floating around and being like, yeah, they were my boyhood no. team, or do you want, want them the out there going back. and just like dominating? I, I want their status back. Exactly, want and that's going to take a while. I do. I, I mean, I'm not my 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 love for Arsenal doesn't weaken. It's just a different love for the clubs I played for. I'm still the same Arsenal fan. And, and look, whoever they're playing, as long as it's not West Ham, Man City, then I'm, I'm all over them. It's why I'm critical of them. It's why I've been hard on Arteta. Because it hurts me also. Because, I mean, look, I was six years old, so it's been a long time. When, it's been 50 years. When you were, like, like, this time, like, um, like 2000, 2001, when Arsenal went on top, um, were you, were you not, like, the biggest fan of them then again different it, yeah, it hasn't changed different kind of, well that's what i'm saying like did you like is is it the same exact thing that you're saying right now like back then when like the invincibles even were you like if bournemouth were up against them i'd rather bournemouth win or was yeah. it just because arsenal were showing hard well one know? loss or two losses in a season isn't going to define your season it shouldn't do so so them days um, settle for a draw even, you know. It depended how much Bournemouth needed the points. Yeah. Or how much Ham needed the points. You know, or back then how much City needed the points. You know what I mean? So it was a case of they're okay, Arsenal's okay because they're up there fighting. 
And if these lot are struggling, West Ham or Man City or whatever it was, then, then I'd rather, if they needed the points more, then it's it's like when West Ham play City. Who needs the points more? Because I can't pick a winner. And and most of my predictions will be a draw unless it's, you know, the the, the void is that different. Because don't get me wrong, West Ham, I've seen West Ham go to the Etihad and win games. You know, but, but then I'm neutral. Uh, or who needs it most? Yeah. You know what I mean? If City needed three points to win the league and West Ham are safe, or, or we're in 10th or whatever, then then obviously City need the points to, to win the league. I want City. But same with, with West Ham, with the relegation battles that they've been in. City is sitting okay and West Ham need the points. It's West Ham. But there isn't a more love for one than there is the other because they were different times. At different times at one club and the other club. And I love them for different reasons. But there is a thing when you when you play, especially... Look, with the Everton thing, don't get me wrong, I love the part that Everton played in my life. Giving me the start, breaking me into professional football, giving me my first contract. But only played 20 minutes of the first team. So it is a little bit more with West Ham and Man City and Bournemouth because I spent longer on the field. You know, but I'll, I'll never forget the upbringing that they gave me to be able to do them things, to be able to play 300 games for West Ham, 120 or what for Man City. And that season I had a Bournemouth. Four years of Carlisle. Which two, two was in the championship. So, you know, I think when you mention Carlisle to people, they automatically assume fourth division or whatever. It wasn't. I had two years in the championship, what is now the championship, which was, it blooded me, made me a man in the football world. You know, a 19 year old boy in amongst men, you know, which don't get me wrong, Everton gave me also by playing in the Central League, by playing in the reserves from when I was 16, 17 years old. We played against first team players. All the time, you know. Yeah. I don't even know if that was a question I was answering. <laughs> no, that's, no, it was. That's uh, that long ago. That's scary. Who, who would, who was like? Because um, you're talking about playing in first team players. They obviously, obviously, like first team players when they were coming back from injury and that, right? Yeah. So, was there anyone that like? I know you played against like Steve McMahon and that, right? In in those games. Um, was anyone that can. what? Everybody was anyone that was like a surprise. That was like maybe you know they were like big in one of the European leagues. They came here for a season. They were mostly injured, and they probably only played in a couple of those games. And like to where wasn't a lot. Wasn't a lot of foreign players back then, like no. Well, that's no. what I'm saying. When they when they did come over, they were all though. special though. It was international players. The one that sticks in my mind playing for the reserves was in a mini derby at Anfield, playing against Liverpool. And for some reason, I was playing up front. I think we were we were short on players, and he decided that I would play up front. And I played against Alan Hansen, who was unbelievable footballer, mate. You know, quality for Liverpool, quality for Scotland, and and probably the the best centre half around at that time. You know, and. And I didn't touch the ball. I was the centre forward marking him, not the other way round. And and things like that, and experiences like that, blooded you for for what was to come. You know, at the time, you know, it's still a long way to go. Back then, when I, I think I was 17, 16, 17, playing against one of the best centre halves in the world at the time. Yeah. Um. Are you just? <laughs> 
I've never heard you ask so many questions on the podcast before. Are you holding off the City United talk? No. <laughs> No, All of a sudden, he's a, he's a, he's a grade A journalist it. over here. I don't know. This just started, it started sinking. No, you good, qu- really good questions. I'm just saying, it's just no, funny. Van, <laughs> Van Dyke's just taken a, just recently taken a picture with him, hasn't he? And he's, well, imagine he that. Imagine yeah. that partnership. That's it on the ball, Yeah. Dyke. Yeah, but. Who I, was, who was one player, and again, not to like also steer the ship away. Who was one player you played with? Right. A, <laughs> was there any player you remember playing with uh, or against in the reserves that went on to to become like like who was the biggest name? Do you think you? I know this is put, putting you under. Realize how many beers I've had since I was sixteen. <laughs> if you had you to, need to wait at your brain cells, you'd have to give me a day to to go back and think. If you had to I'd guess, have to, I'd have to go through all the buckets in the garage. If you had to guess I'd how many beers you've had. If you had to guess how many beers you've had since you're 16, <laughs> what do you think it would be? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Didn't you had a who was it? You had a wild story with um with someone. They just came. At, who was it? Cantona. It was someone that you were showing around. Oh no, Cantona! Yeah, when he first signed for Leeds, we took him to the PFA Awards with Gary McAllister, mm. and we were out till about five or six in the morning. They couldn't speak a word of English. <laughs> That's so funny. Nice. What a good night. Have a great night. <laughs> so, um... Consider I had to bar myself from going. Yeah. But there are other stories. About four years on a spin, I, I embarrassed myself. Yeah. Mm. Stories for another day. Yeah. M- maybe think about... I'll come up and visit you. Think about, yeah, that would be a good one to do in person when we do the podcast uh, together. Um, and think about the player thing, because I'm interested if you, if anyone comes to mind, but let's move on to the, uh, the City United result. At this point... Result? What? <laughs> Just the result doesn't matter, does it? Performance. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, you know, Muhammad Ali used to put his, his hand on the boxer's head. Yeah. And just keep him, <laughs> keep him there. That's what it was like. Yeah. Ollie's come out with a blinder, hasn't he? Uh, the international break will do us good. because <laughs> there's no points to be lost. But nobody can have me in next Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That's why it'll do you good. Where does he come up with this shit? I don't know. He's just trying well, to buy well, time. Well, wait a minute, no. Don't you want to get back on the field as quick as possible? Yeah. And get a win? And then put these behind you? Or do you want to have time off? Yeah. Everybody's hammering you. You know? He needs to go look at Norway, doesn't he? People will be distracted. Well, it, what's come out is apparently United are looking at Pochettino and Brendan Rodgers for his replacement. So I think if they get to sit on it and think about how bad it's been the last few weeks. Does Brendan does Brendan Rodgers go to United? I think it's just because City were looking at him as like long-term Pep replacement. I think United need to... I think he might do, you know. I think he might do. I think I think. I think Brendan there's, I think there's no loyalty anymore. I they they even did, asked uh, they even asked Tuchel they're like what do you think about Conte going to um, Spurs Tom. do you, do you think you'll ever manage Spurs and he's like he literally just I mean he had to say what he he had to say he just dodges the question but look you've got Benitez at Everton you know it's, but, yeah sure but Benitez, but he already did that with like Liverpool Chelsea kind of like yeah sure and time has passed and like he got, he 
dropped for a while and then look he got he got fired from Liverpool like Liverpool yeah yeah Liverpool Liverpool man yeah because I felt like he was like going like blind or hungry with power you know but like United Liverpool I, that's maybe a line you don't cross yeah you know yeah, I mean, it, there's been no talk. Es- of especially, especially if you're, if you're like, yeah, there's been no talk of whether he's like would accept or or not. You know, so this is just, I mean, this is just United looking at managers. So I'm just one salty thing, about content. It's one thing saying you're happy at your club, but but look, as clubs put less than next to Man United. Yeah, and if you're, if you're in the the football game, you have to have ambition, right? Mm. And and it, it it could possibly be one of the biggest jobs in the world, in world football. Yeah. If not the biggest job it, in the world. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So who wouldn't want? You don't. Them opportunities don't come round. Yeah. Very often. And when it does, I think you've got to take stock, and you've got to be able to take the shit. Yeah. Look at Rafa. Rafa went in and said, "Yeah, I'll take the shit." Yeah. Because I trust myself to turn this club around and do good things. To keep them off me back. Yeah. Now you've got to think like that about yourself. I don't believe Ollie thinks like that. No. What about? I, um, sorry, I don't know if you were. No, no. no. one was just. Um, what? I don't know if it's a fact, but what about Unai Emery, uh, like turning down the Newcastle? You know, that is literally the once in a lifetime. Like well, Unai down. Emery's net worth would quadruple. Can I? Um, can we? Step down. Can we table that? I, w- I wanted to end with the managers and the whole firings and the switch arounds in Newcastle and Eddie Howe and all that. I about the City United, yeah. I know, I know. So I want to table that question, the Unai Emery to Newcastle and turn it down or whatever. Sure. I just want to get, let's get back to City United. Right, well, I was talking about Ollie anyway. No, I know you were, but I'm not I saying. I was talking about comment. And I honestly believe that they won't fire him. Yeah, it will go the same again. They'll 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 brush it under the carpet for two weeks. They play Watford next game. They'll get a win again. Then they'll come up against Chelsea or somebody in a couple of weeks. The same shit will happen. Thank you. Unless he's got his shit together, which he won't have, because I watched them before the game. Lee Dixon and Graham Lasso were doing a tactical spot, and they showed you them warming up on the field, and they showed you the five. And and whoever the coach was was just throwing balls up in the air. They were coming and heading it and then getting back in line. Yeah. Whoever it was, going, it was coming out to address the ball, and they were going back in line. And they were literally, it was, it was, it was shrunk. So it wasn't like the full width of a field. It was shrunk into about 20 yards to five of them, mm-hmm. just to give them a shape. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But when I look at the balls that went into the box in the first half, especially that five were actually within 20 yards of each other still. Yeah. So whether they literally got it all wrong or that's stupid I don't know but every time a ball went in a box there was eight Man United players yeah and still chances came out of it for City yeah so three of them were marking no one which was the three centre backs which is why we said Pep would play the false nine yeah we knew Ollie was going to go to the back five sure and Wambasaka didn't know whether to have a shit or a shave yeah I think that's the, the second, was just... that's the second week in a row you said the same exact thing about <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. Well they did they did have two consecutive weeks then. Or three. But I think I think they did that because 
at Tottenham, Tottenham were just getting wide trying to put balls in the box. And if it did go past the first or second man, there was a third man there. So they were probably like, ooh, this works. Let's, let's do yeah, that well, against City. Because it was just Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. right? Don't get carried away with Liverpool's 5-0 because we're just Man United. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the 5-0 the against Liverpool, the 2-0 against City. City's was a more dominant performance oh, yeah. than Liverpool. Definitely. I yeah. think Pep's half-time talk was, don't score any more goals because they might fire them. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want that to happen. Yeah. He'll be there. Yeah. And that's the only that's the only thing I can think of why they didn't. I know Foden hit the post in a very similar position to where he scored at Anfield. It's Liverpool, yeah. You know? But, but one shot, Ronaldo's shin, shin volley. Yeah. What Did it hit his shin? Shin did, yeah. All right, but um, Rooney, Rooney, was great, Rooney's, but yeah, Rooney's bicycle also hit his shin. You know, shinder it's like as as Baye shinned it. What'd you it say? Shinder. Oh, Baye. Oh. No, Ronaldo's volley was a oh, shinder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you oh, know um, what was the stat? Uh, United had more shots on the hair than they had on Edison. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, that's funny. It was two, two, two to one. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Lindelof nearly scored an own goal. Yeah, but saved it with his feet. It did make some great saves. Look, it could have been five at yeah. half time. Yeah, four could have been. The save off Jesus was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, no, no. no. I think yeah, Je- yeah, yeah, it is. But Jesus needs to put that away. I think Jesus. What's he doing? Have... What's he doing going? Oh, back buy a goal against goal. United, can he? Huh? He's never scored against them. No. In twelve it, or something. It was just. It, it was just one of those. I mean, you know, I, oh, I hate wow. to ever compare like you can't compare anyone to Aguero but you just see Aguero smashing that in the roof of the net you know yeah but like put him in the roof of the net don't you yeah but you I mean it's not fair to to compare make that comparison but it was just that mate like we said he did a job yeah the winbacks didn't get forward at all really he did a job yeah Yeah, Wambasak was occupied by Cancelo and Foden most of the time and then we we said Jesus would be out there to stop Shaw yeah I don't remember Shaw leaving his penalty area. No. He not his arse. I don't remember it at all. No. And, and then, but what a one-two with Bernardo and, and Cancelo. Yeah. It was a 50-yard one-two, wasn't it? Yeah. You know what? You know what? Um, I was just thinking. And I don't know if I'm just looking too into this. Because, like, Fergie's, like, healthy again and, like, coming back to the games. I think... Solskjaer will go because, like, the just pressure. yeah, just Fergie come back to these games and every time he's on the camera, he's just sad. He's just, I, I mean, rightfully so. This, it, this is this is how pathetic like it's you can't going, do right? that to him, you know. He is now apologising on social media. Yeah, really, you need to come out and say th- I'm sorry, fans. Harry Maguire, what, what, what are you fucking hiding from? What are you scared of? I think every captain comes, like... Everybody's seen you. Every captain comes it. out and, like, makes Everybody knows. He was, he was yeah. dog shit and he has been for a while. And, and is he going to gain favour by tweeting something? Oh, it wasn't good enough. You know, we've all, we've all got to take a look at ourselves. It really, everybody's seen you. 75,000 in the fucking stadium seen you. Yeah. And millions on the telly. You know, what are you apologising for? Apologise for the rest of your fucking career as well, then. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Someone should go back. 
Someone should go back to all the Harry Maguire tweets and like date them. Yeah. And see. He's, oh, you said he's literally incriminating himself. <laughs> when he signed for United, he should have just said, sorry, I'm shit. I don't know what's happened here. I'm sorry. Fuck, you know. Yeah. And uh, Bruno did it after he missed that penalty. Yeah. But not him. It, it sickens me. I mean, this the, the childishness of coming out in social media. You know, the hay is gone. Oh, three words. I am hurt. Well, he's <laughs> fucking through the second goal in yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where are you hurt? <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, I was great. Look at all the saves I made. Yeah. You know why you got all the saves? Because the people in front of you are shit. Yeah. That's why. Wouldn't you rather have no saves? Wouldn't you rather be the other end? Yeah. But, and, and Edison's come out and gone, I'm not here. I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> Did like, he say I'm that? Fine, no, no. Because I've got good players in yeah, front of me. Yeah, because I didn't have Lindelof trying one. to blast one in from the six yard box <laughs> against me. Like it's like the stat on fucking Sky. Oh, most saves this goalie. Oh, he must be great. No, his team is shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, um, have a look about not how many saves, how many have gone in. Yeah, look at that also. Well, that's why the Golden Glove is kind of like a. It should be a shared achievement because it's not just the goalkeeper; oh, it's the defense. The, the, yeah. You know, they they pull all sorts out. I think Harry Maguire would rather play on FIFA. Yeah. So we can blame the person who's controlling him. Yeah. It wasn't me who was shit, it was the fellow with the handset. Yeah. He made me shit. The handset. Control, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. No, that's exactly what Maguire would say, know. yeah. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still playing on my Sega. Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't think it was called a handset then either. I keep look freedom of speech just because it's gone today. The funny thing is, <laughs> the funny thing is, you said the player, freedom the guy who's not incriminating you, the guy who was canceling me, the guy who was controlling me with the handset, not the the controller. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you all got your technical terms for it. I don't know. Yeah. People listening to this on the wireless. <laughs> I've got my gramophone records. Yeah. Um, Mate, it was just told pure dominance. Wouldn't and they just be regular records? What, mate? <laughs> what did you say? Wouldn't gramophone records just be regular records? No. You've got a gramophone. <laughs> Go on a regular deck. You have to wind it up. Do you? Are they different? No, no, the records are the same. You have to wind up the... Oh, you don't. You have to wind up the spinner. No, you don't. Keep it, to keep it constantly. And then you put the needle on it, and then the... No, with the gramophone... Is and then the gramophone is just a horn. Wind it up yeah, you wind up the spinner. The record's yeah. the same. No, it isn't. It was electric, you dipstick. <laughs> Not that fucking old, anyway. <laughs> <What? right? laughs> You're talking about gramophones? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> My gramophone was on the top of the line. I didn't really have a gramophone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, football, will you? What we know best. Yeah, so, alright, so let's get to uh, uh, the managerial shifts that, that have been going on. And Eddie Howe announced as Newcastle manager for two and a half years. Uh, we had Daniel Fark and Dean Smith let go. Xavi went to Barca. He farked off. Yeah. <laughs> 
You've been waiting for him to get sacked for the longest time. <laughs> it's not what he was going to talk about. I've said it about him before. It's funny sounding name. I know, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was terrible of that one. Mm. He's in the dressing room. He's won it. It's happened. Wait. His first win. Yeah, yeah. He's probably, they want to come in and see him and they're going to congratulate me. Yeah. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Especially because he brought them up, didn't he? Well, he brought them up, took them down, brought them up. Yeah. And took them down. But his, his record in the Premier League is six wins in 49 or something. Yeah. In the Premier League, six wins. So it's understandable in a way. Or do the club not have ambition? You know what I mean? There's other ways of looking at it. I think they've stuck with him for long enough. Yeah. I think three years for Ollie is long enough for him to say, or for him not to say, Oh, we're still getting there. <laughs> yeah. It's still three fucking years now. You know, if you look at him there, I mean, he's 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 gone grey in them three years, and you can understand why. Yeah. He's no longer the baby face, is he? I've never known a manager stare down the battle for fucking so long. Yeah, what did they say? Uh... <laughs> Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come out, come out, where you are. Leave me on the foot impression on the, on the podcast. You can edit that. Yeah, we'll clip it. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they said, uh, uh, who was it? Arlo White was saying um, he's got a glazed, well, he, he, he yeah. described it perfectly, like a glazed. A gla- yeah, he had a glazed uh, look after that goal. Some, it was a glazed something, and you just see Solskjaer, and it's like he's just not there. You yeah. can imagine what's going through his mind. Get me the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> He's looking, smiling, talking to himself. Yeah. Shit. Dig me a hole. Yeah. Well, it's it's just crazy. I mean, there's there's been I mean, there's been so many. Um, it's like everyone's trying to get rid of their manager so quick because they know that there's going to be none left. You know, <laughs> and United are still just sitting there. Oh, what if Dean Smith goes to Norwich? What the fuck goes <laughs> to? Uh, <laughs> Bill. I mean, they're, they're getting all their man, the sacking all their managers now, getting all the new ones in, so Ollie doesn't have a sniff or a say <laughs> when he finally gets in. It used to be you won't last till Christmas, don't we? Yeah. It used to be Christmas, and now they're like, hold on a minute, international break. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got two weeks. Yeah. You've got two weeks to get someone in and get them acclimatized. Yeah. So the Dean Smith one was a funny one for me. Um, the Norwich one, they've got to do something. Yeah, I mean, well, the when six and forty-nine, whatever. Um, it was the other one. I know uh, Steve Bruce was a couple of weeks back, but yeah. Um, I mean, I know Barca just appointed Javi. Um, I think that was it for firings, yeah. though. It was available. It was left? five, wasn't it? Five firings in yeah, the... this season so far. Oh. Um, I'm talking about Ajax coach. I mean, what Ten top Hag, yeah. top managers are? Are going to be ready, or, or you know, I think this is what's saving Ollie. I mean, look, you got Zidane just hanging around. Yeah, but that's another gamble for them, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think as a coach, or as a trainer, or whatever. Yeah, he's go because of the rumblings about him. You know, I mean, he still won things, but but was that the players, or was that him? Right, he's been quotes and talk about his training and his tactics weren't the best. You know what I mean? So, so they'll have heard for that and. Do they want to take that gamble? Are they going to bring in a big, big manager brings big wages, yeah. big contract? So do they want to do that when Ollie's already on a big contract? Right. 
and they're gonna have to pay him out. But that's a down. That's a that's a quick downhill slope. He shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have been given a job in the first place. Let's face it. No, I think he I think everyone qualified for that position. No, was he? I think someone goes someone goes swoop up Nuno as quick as possible. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, a club like Villa or Norwich, you can understand. Jeez, yeah. Frank Lampard. You know, yeah. I, I thought, I thought. Nuno's the best that's in limbo I right now. Return maybe of John Terry at Villa. No. Would job after he, I don't know the circumstances which he left, but he knows the club and and he was there. He was on the staff. Yeah. I know he's looking into management. Was that uh, Craig Shakespeare? Was his was the the assistant, wasn't he? Yeah. So I think they fired him separately. I thought I saw a headline. Yeah, I don't know whether he was put in charge temporarily and then let go. After. Oh, they got, I don't think they. I don't think they put someone in charge temporarily when they've got two weeks to find someone. Yeah, no, I know, but it was just I saw a headline. I and I just put two and two together. Craig Shakespeare fired fired. And it's like, well, obviously, because... And normally your staff goes with you, yeah? Yeah. I think that's why Eddie Howe was... Um, there was there was talk that it might fall through because of Jason Tindall's contract. Yeah. His assistant that we had a poem with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And he resigned, didn't he? I wonder, he... I wonder, though, if these... Uh, how You know, I mean, Eddie Howe getting appointed to Newcastle, I wonder if they knew... You know, if there's any rumblings, I mean, because any of these clubs would take Eddie Howe, you know, I think. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, to me, I thought Newcastle would have gone for a bigger name. Not that, not to disrespect Eddie Howe, I think, I think he's a great manager. But just to attract the, you know, the big name players. Yeah. I mean, he still can, obviously, but I, I was, I really thought it would have been Mourinho. And I still think Mourinho's sniffing around to come back to the Premier League. I know he's at Roma and. Oh, you're saying for Newcastle? I thought that was going to be oh, the Newca- case. Newca- yeah, I mean, M- Mourinho, I guarantee in the future, Mourinho will be at Newcastle. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, do you think Newcastle wrapped it up with Eddie Howe because there was some rumblings about Fark and uh, Dean Smith? Well, and- they right now, they need the- someone to keep them in the division. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll have the money. Yeah. If they, exactly, a big name yeah. does become available. Yeah. They'll have the money just to, just to pay Eddie off, no matter what he's Exactly. Got. That's the sad yeah. thing, yeah. They need they need a they need thing. a gatekeeper right now. I mean, look, when he was at Bournemouth, I, I was even talking for England, and I, I thought a big yeah. job was on the horizon. I thought maybe Spurs or yeah. I wish I he did. A big job was on the horizon because I think he's deserved it, and I'd like to see what he's capable of being in a bigger club with with more resources. You know, yeah, because I do. It, does, it is attractive football that he plays. Yeah. It is an attacking, positive style of play. What, what he implies, you know, implores. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah, did you I mean, say enough about the city game? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it said enough for itself, really. I'm, I mean, I'm happy that, with the, you just know, the golfing class, mate. Yeah. If if Cancelo's going to be on the left, just don't let him put that ball in that he's been doing all season. You know, that's if you have they not seen Cancelo all season? Yeah. That that's he's done that numerous times. Yeah. I mean, we've been loading them up for a long time, haven't we? Yeah. Well, Always. not even not even just that. It's 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 more mechanical at this point. That's not even Cancelo's like best strong suit. You know, it's like he, all he's doing is just putting the he's De Bruyne esque. You know, like just putting the ball in this area. Yeah. And no one's dealing with it. It's like it's it's almost like football's like you know how like defenders 
was like the bad part of last season and now they picked up now like it's like no one's defending that properly right well that's that's what was funny to me watching them on the pitch beforehand they're they're trying to throw in a ball to whoever in that back line yeah and one of them was coming out and heading it and then when that ball actually goes in in the game none of them came out i know yeah (laughs) yeah it's funny though they're not believing in their training yeah well they're just dumb as fuck I was gonna say, but it's not dumb as fuck. <laughs> uh, I should have let that slide. But um, yeah, I, 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 um, it's funny. It's like, oh, United play back five. We're just gonna play a front six. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, just outnumber them in, in the, you know, on that line, and it'll be fine. Um, yeah, right though, won't it? Yeah, it just, it, it just makes me weekend to to watch them crumble. Yeah. I mean, it was either you know, going to... Watch us dominate and win. And yeah. It's just as funny watching them crumble. Yeah, because I saw a few videos of... Uh, I mean, there was some idiot Man United fans like screaming at the players as they're walking back to the bus. And Bernardo Silva's just smiling at them all and just like like looking at them and laughing and smiling at them. Like, it's so funny. I'll tell you what. Look, if Ollie's still in the, in, in the job for the next game, it'll be interesting to see... How brave he is when when Donny Van der Beek gets the biggest cheer <laughs> and play them. When he gets the biggest cheer, it'll be interesting to see does he start him. Yeah, you know, was that put fan pressure? Yeah, is he really strong enough? Does he fucking start him? I mean, look, Fred and McTominay were fucking hopeless, really. And yeah, well, that's what was it booze for Fred coming off. Well, that's what we said, yeah. Or was it, was it as much a cheer for Fred coming off, yeah? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think he's... I mean, Roy Kane uh, kind of said it. I don't know. He's he's also a bit overly mean to the United players as of late, obviously. But he's like... Because he's got standards. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, he's like... Um, yeah, Van der Beek's... He's all right. I don't even know if he said he's all right. He's like he's, he's an average player. Like this is what they're like comparing to. Right. This is like that. That's the standard where the they're begging for that, and it's just like, yeah. yeah. Did you all see that? I mean, not that I saw the whole thing. Did you see that? I sent you guys the video of the. Yeah, there was a drunk Man United fan. Roy Keane was signing autographs outside Old Trafford after yeah. the game. There's a drunk Man United fan like saying, "What? What's going on?" And he's like. He was drunk. I think that's what Roy said to him. And he's like, oh, you've, you've had, you've had two beers. Kids, have you? Yeah. <laughs> you had oh, you beer. sent it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're angry because he lost and you want to take it out on that. Yeah, he's that's like, I'm funny. just here signing autographs. Mm. What a dickhead. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, great weekend of football. We've got... Couldn't wait for this one, mate. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, we'll be doing our uh, instant match reaction on patreon.com slash five pints in. Um, and thanks again for the questions on there. If you want to ask your questions, you can go on there and listen to the uh, match reactions we just had over the weekend. Um, I think it's it starts at like $3 a month for the Patreon. So we appreciate all you guys for subscribing to that. Um, yeah, and then other than that... we Oh, uh, can you show the back of that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> this was... Uh, That's... Uh, um, we actually didn't even talk about him, but I was actually going to talk about Alexander Arnold, how... 
Well, I also hold on. This yeah. is also not my shirt. I lost the predictor. No, it's all right. He did. He's been doing really well. It's nice that you're supporting him. So Come on, join the community. I got Connor this shirt for his birthday because the England one I got him with James on the back didn't work out. So, um, because he doesn't play for England. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Yeah. No, you got me an England shirt with LeBron James on the it, back. They printed it like a basketball thing, like really small, but um, because he doesn't play for England, yeah. Yeah, and that's why we don't have a fucking yeah. era. I mean, that's not <laughs> why, but that's funny. Um, well, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Funny. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.